inspirational podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you a bit of spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. It happens every year in January for many Christians. A yearly Bible reading plan is started, and one of the first passages read is from Genesis. If we're not careful, we might make the mistake of reading these familiar opening chapters of the Old Testament so fast that we come away with nothing more than a review of the obvious. Six days of creation, God rested on the seventh day, Satan tricks Eve into eating fruit from the tree that God said was off limits, Adam falls for the same trick, God gets really mad at them, Adam blames Eve, Eve blames the snake, and then life gets really messy. A fast read through any passage, but particularly a familiar one, can result in overlooking important truths that should be seriously considered. The fall of man recorded in Genesis 3 is a prime example. Unless we slow down and really consider the impact of this event, we risk reading right past truth we need for spiritual maturity. God had given Adam and Eve an entire garden to enjoy, with only one restricted area. God had made his instructions very simple. They were just it, there was just that one tree whose fruit they were not to eat. And then we come to Genesis three, verses one through seven, which say this: Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman. Did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that's in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves themselves loincloths. In the very first verse, we find Satan in the form of a serpent coming to Eve with a question. But it's not just any question, it's a loaded question, one with an agenda intended to produce doubt about God, doubt in his authority, and doubt about his goodness. That's really where the trouble started, when doubt about God was introduced. 2 Corinthians 11.3 says that the serpent deceived Eve with his cunning. Can't you hear the cunning attitude in that question? Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? That question is worded in such a way that it seems to naturally produce doubt in God's goodness, resulting in Eve's thoughts beginning to twist in a particular direction. What the serpent did next was not so cunning, as he directly contradicted God's instructions and in effect declared that God could not be trusted. Just consider the damage this did. Eve's thinking became even more twisted so that the forbidden tree and its fruit now seemed too appealing to reject. Eve decided to reject God's authority. She took the fruit, ate it, and then shared it with Adam, who by his action declared that he too was rejecting God and his authority. 
When we slow down and really consider the tragedy of this event, we realize that this is far more than just a bad choice. This was literally treason against God and his rightful authority, resulting in a broken relationship with God and a marred understanding of his character, which is perhaps the greatest damage of all. God only wanted the very best for Adam and Eve, but because of their decision to reject his authority, they became afraid to even be in his presence. We can't take this lightly. We have to consider this event and its consequences in order to understand our own struggle with sin and our own sin nature. The damage done is immense, but there is good news. God did not give up on Adam and Eve. Of course, there were consequences for their disobedience, and rightly so. But in this same chapter, Genesis 3, we find that God sought Adam. Verse 9 says, But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? The wonder that God would reach out to Adam after what had just happened. In just the same way, the Father, in spite of who we are, draws us to himself to redeem and restore our broken relationship with him. Consider the wonder that God would do this for us that we can have a, so that we can have a personal relationship with him. Consider the wonder that he would send his son so that this could be possible. Consider the fall and don't take it lightly. Consider how that event influences each of us every day. But don't stop there. Praise God, he didn't stop there. He sent his son to restore the relationship that was broken by man's rebellion in the garden. Slow down and consider the wonder of what God has done. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you provided a way to heal the damage done by our disobedience. Thank you that you give us so much more than we deserve, and you make it possible through your own sacrifice. You deserve all our praise. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, slow down and consider what God has done.